Welcome into episode number 22 of the Pinewood Perspective. I'm here with B Money. Uh, our boy Justin Matthews could not join us today. It's been a few weeks since we've talked to you guys, and I feel like it was probably better off. You know, what well, we're going to hop on here and break down the Super Bowl. You guys already know what's going on. You know, you're hearing it everywhere. It's all that's being talked about. We're just here to recap it for you guys. Uh, B Money, give me your thoughts, takes, just kind of the whole Super Bowl in general. What do you, how'd you feel? You know, um, I was happy with how the game turned out for sure, but we all had the Rams picked. Um, I thought the Rams were probably going to win by a little more. And, you know, they did, they, if they didn't have that big meltdown at the start of the second half, which I mean, I don't necessarily call it a meltdown, but it was two big plays that totally changed the whole game. You know, if they didn't have that, um, I think, yeah, we're definitely looking at a different outcome. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great game overall, and I mean the Rams won just like um, all three of us thought they would. Me, you, and Justin. That is. Yeah, three and all in the Super Bowl picks, and you know usually when something's going that way for us, it never turns out to be that way. You know, for sure thought Bengals were winning after all three of us picked the Rams, but yeah, I'd have to agree. I thought it was a good game. I thought Cup probably. I don't know. Dude, Aaron Donald, I don't know how you don't give it to him. Man. Two sacks, that game ceiling play, but Cup went out. I mean, there's a couple guys you could have given MVP to, dude. Von Miller even had two sacks. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I think Cup was very deserving of it because oh, 100%. when did when did Odell go down? He went down, was it early in oh, the second? Yeah. It was like second half. Or, no, I mean second, first half, or, second quarter. Right, second quarter. Yeah, because if you just think about when Odell went down, all the Rams offense was it was Cooper Cup. That's all it was. So I mean he he put he had two touchdowns. Dude was an animal. Like I think eight catches, 90 plus yards, two touchdowns. And let's not forget about I'm pretty sure it was a rush, you know, he when they, they handed him the ball on that was it fourth and one? Do you yeah. know do you remember? Yeah. Fourth down, fourth down conversion. They put the ball in his hands, he got it done as a, you know, running the ball. Like, so that's when you look at his receiving stats, that's just another key play that that dude had. So I don't think that there's any, I mean, you could say Donald, but I don't know. I think cup was pretty deserve, pretty deserving of it. And I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just saying this and feeling that way because, you know, I put some money that cup was going to be the MVP. <laughs> so, so I think, I think it could have gone both ways. Like, I don't think I would have been upset with either answer uh it's just you know I think we was just watching one of the greatest players to ever do it uh if not like the the greatest defensive player to ever do it in Aaron Donald and I think that you know Super Bowl MVP probably would have just sealed that legacy right there of maybe the greatest to ever do it but you know it, it, it it's whatever I you know Cooper Cup well deserved it as what well, um was well deserving of it as well and uh oh, dude I don't know this is how I feel bro like when it comes to Super Bowl games dude the game just was always kind of like a blur to me. Like big plays stand out, but like it's just like I feel like there's just always so much going on with the Super Bowl. And since my team hasn't been in it since I was six, the game's always been like a blur. It just doesn't feel like a real football game. There's so much hype behind it, you know. I think of football games as you know, I'm a Bear fan, so I think of football games as sitting on your couch at noon on Sunday, grinding out, grinding out a shitty win or a, taking an ass beat. Right. 
And I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a, like a football game to me. But it's like something larger than life that I just don't experience. And I think that's just kind of how it's been the last few years in the Super Bowl for me. It's been this large. Yeah, I mean, the game, Super Bowl games, man, they're so, they're so much fun for me to watch. Like, like you said, kind of a blur, but I feel like I can always remember the big plays, you know, from yeah, all the moments. But, but I will say one thing, you know, um, if Green Bay's ever in a Super Bowl again, there's no way I'll be at a party watching it. There's no oh. way. I'm, I'm watching that probably with my dad by myself. That's, that's it. Because I get too intense for those games. And I mean, dude, even even for the Rams and the Bengals game, that game was getting intense. I mean, there was a lot of people, oh. you know, towards the end of the game. You, it might be a blur, but I know you remember the end of the game. Like, oh, for sure. You know, that was that was a. You were talking. You were telling me a story about uh, one of our coaches. What weren't you, Lister? All he oh, needs right. now is the Bulls to win the Eastern Conference, right? Oh, I don't think we want to put pressure on his bet like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a he's got was a he good driving bet. around. Was he driving around? I don't know. I don't know the details like that. You know, I'm I'm not gonna put the pressure, the bad juju on his bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the information I've heard um exclusive. And you know, once it gets closer, maybe maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it. I like that because it's getting pretty juicy now. It's getting pretty juicy now. It is. It is. Maybe we'll let the insiders in on it. What'd you think about the halftime show? Dre, um, Eminem, AJ Blige, Fifty gave the guest appearance. Kendrick, it was wild. You know, I think this is more of a question for you, but um, I think it lived up to its hype. From what I think, uh, you know, I think everyone saw that little trailer before the Super Bowl of what the halftime show was going to be. And I think it, I think it uh, lived up to its hype, yeah, and met its expectation for me. But um, yeah, what do you think about it? I know, I know, you're like the Super Bowl halftime expert. You had this little bet going and stuff, so. Dude, yeah. So, last two years now, I've been putting together these parlays on, you know, some predictions, and I'm killer at it. I'm killer at it. I've been nailing everything except I just can't get the first song right. I can't. Can't do it. Sounds but like you're 0 for 2 then. I'm 0 for 2 on the bet, but everything else I'm killer at, bro. Everything else. Last year, I nailed the weekend shades and a microphone. Nailed that. This year, all, every single artist rocking a microphone, I predicted that. I had Snoop in the shades, which is a lock. Eminem in a fucking hat. That's a lock. And all I just, I, the first song I went with, Still Dre. And uh, it was next episode. You know, I was going back and forth all day between Forgot About Dre, Still Dre, and Next Episode, those three. And I couldn't just decide which one to pick. And I went with the wrong one, you know. I went with Still Dre. And I should have gone Next Episode. I don't know why I wasn't thinking we should have gone Next Episode, but it would have been a nice little fat chunk of parlay. But, you know, I'm I'm big into halftime shows, you know. It's a part of the experience. It's where do you where would you rate it then? All right, for this last let's say like the last ten or I mean, out of the last that a lot of people can't remember. Two, what, it comes down to it comes down to this one or Coldplay with Beyonce and Bruno Mars. That shit was fire. And Super Bowl Fifty Panthers Broncos. 
that was probably like the most gas Super Bowl I've ever seen. And it was funny because Stephen A. Smith, like I that dude always says the most outlandish shit. And everyone gives him heat for it. And the other day, he popped up on the Twitter feed talking greatest Super Bowl halftime shows ever. And his was cold, cold play, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And everyone was giving him heat. And I'm like, that's like the most real thing that Stephen A. Smith ever said in his lifetime. And that's where I'd probably have to rank it. It's it. I need to get like the full breakdown back. I need to get like the full breakdown back. My knocks on this last one was I felt like it was a little short. Even though it did run 14 minutes, I would have liked to see see more, you know, of all them doing songs together. Just was like Stoop and Dre and then Mary J on her own, Eminem on his own, 50 on his own. I wish it would have been like and Kendrick on his own. I wish it would have been like, you know, bring it back together. There was like, a, you know, Kendrick and Dre have songs together. Uh, Eminem and Dre have songs together. Like I would have liked to see a little bit more collaboration other than just Snoop and Dre together. But yeah. it was West Coast, baby. I mean, how can you not? You can't love it. It's you know. It's, yeah, and they all played. They all played like their like the top the top hits. Oh, dude, yeah, top hits. I mean, it was straight bangers. Like I just was like, damn, I was wishing I was in a, you know, Chevy Malibu rolling down Rodeo Drive, <laughs> top down, <laughs> just you know. Hydraulics going on the wheels with my headband on in a BZ. I don't even smoke weed, but I just it, <laughs> going. I wish I had a BZ going for that. It was it was it was it was fire. But, All right, so hey, me. but I I got this question for you before before we move on from the Super Bowl. This is on aside from Super aside Bowl halftime from, from the football questions. Or is this our football? Question? Oh, this is no, this is Super Bowl. This is Super Bowl related. I know you don't, I know you said you didn't want to talk about free agency, but I just can't help but think about Tom Brady just went to New England, or I mean, went to Tampa Bay. It's like the best, best outfit for him, won a Super Bowl. Then the next year, Matt Stafford, like, wants out of Detroit. Goes to L.A., wins a Super Bowl one year out of his where he was before. I mean, you know that these other quarterbacks are seeing this shit and are like, they're curious. Everybody's getting curious whether they're saying it or not. I mean, everyone's getting curious. So who's going to be the next one to do this? Like, I'm. it's just something to think about for this offseason, I think. And because I feel like it's going to be more common of the thing, like. It's kind of, the NFL has always been known as like a copycat league, like, and maybe this is to a different extent, but maybe the players are going to start following suit on this for veteran quarterbacks, especially. All right. Let's take a look at this. I feel like definitely who you're leaning towards here the most out of, I feel like out of all the quarterbacks right now with the biggest question mark is probably Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Those two for sure. Russ has obviously been struggling it's been a while since he's won a Super Bowl. Same with Aaron Rodgers. Both it's both been a while since they both won a Super Bowl, and they're in systems where well, Rodgers isn't nearly as much struggling as Russ is now in Seattle. But I feel like that's where the the big question marks lies. Definitely those two. You know, obviously there's your Deshaun Watson's, you know, Kirk Cousins' names getting tossed into the mix, but Rodgers and Russell Wilson are the top two. When you look at Aaron Rodgers' situation, how much better can it really get? How much greener can the grass really get? 
than Green Bay. You know, the cap situation isn't pretty, but so many things can be worked out. So what? The defense declines a little bit. You look at their defense side of the ball, they had a lot of playmakers this year, and that was with Darius Smith hurt uh, and Rashawn Gary stepping up. Alexander and, was out the whole season Alexander as well. Was out the whole season too. Like how much like greener can the grass really get for Aaron Rodgers? He's got Devontae Adams, decent weapons, two stud running backs, offensive line can get back to full health and still be even better than it was all of last season. Like, yeah, there's talks, you know, him going to Pittsburgh. Their offensive line was kind of really struggled this season. Um, there's talks of him going to Denver. Yeah, you know, I think Denver's probably the best case scenario for him. But how much better truly are his weapons? He's leaving Devontae Adams. You know, Judy's nice. Sutton's nice. Maybe a better overall wide receiver room. But Alan Lazard has been perfectly fine. He's got Randall Cobb, who he knows better. Um, Tunyon had an ACL injury. And you've seen what happened with Tunyon when he was healthy. He was a monster. And, I mean, if you look at their defense, I think it's damn near similar. Bradley Chubb has been in and out of, you know, IR for the last few years, it's felt like to me. Sean Gary stepping up in Green Bay. I just feel like it's way too similar. What's the point in him leaving? I don't think it can Yeah, be- I, don't, I don't think Rodgers is leaving at all. I, th- I think he's going to – But, yeah, I mean, and maybe even guys outside of those two, you know, it's just – Oh, 100%. A lot, of, a lot of unknowns. You know, obviously there's this drama going on with Kyler Murray. There's stuff going on there. I don't know. I think that the two biggest question marks for sure, though, are Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think Rodgers will leave. I do think that there's a chance that Russell Wilson could be wearing different colors this year, even though he's got a great life built up in Seattle. So that's, but it is crazy to think about Stafford, Brady, who's next? Who's going to go out there and do it next? Like, you know, someone's going to be – I know. That ring. It feels like – Freaking April 28th, the draft just can't come soon enough, man. I'm just I'm just waiting for it. I wanna I wanna see what these teams are doing. I'm just there's invested. a lot of change, dude. There's a lot of change. Maybe I just haven't realized it. Um, and maybe it's just me because you know there's my team's been going through a lot of change, but I feel like over the last few years, change it's becoming more of a trend in the NFL, changing every year. You know, I feel like loyalty has been like the most big. When you look at the NBA, loyalty doesn't really lie that much within the franchises. The best of the best play with three to four different teams before their career is even over in the modern day NFL. You know, loyalty was, I felt like it's always been like a big thing when it comes to the NFL. You don't leave your team. But I feel like, you know, the more I look back on it over the last few years, it's becoming a trend. You got Brady and Gronk jumping from New England, going to Tampa Bay, winning a ring. You got Stafford um, moving ship. You know, last season we already talked about three huge quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson playing for different teams. All three of them are still with their team now, but we're seeing things trending in the direction of stars wearing different uniforms. You feeling what you feeling what I'm feeling? Oh yeah, I mean on that for sure, yeah. I think I think this year alone might just it maybe nothing's gonna happen and maybe it's just all a lot of noise, but I feel like this could be the big like a big QB turnover oh, this year for sure. I was gonna be wearing a different uniform. I could see him going to Tampa Bay. 
I don't know why he wouldn't. I feel like that maybe would be best case scenario for them unless they take try not try and take a splash at Russell Wilson and go out there and win some rings. Garoppolo, that's a better system than what he had in San Francisco, in my opinion. Arguably. Weapons wise, if well, I mean, do they lost Godwin? In Tampa Bay, yeah. I mean, I just like Bruce Arians. Yeah, with, I, I think he'll he'll elevate any quarterback's play. But I mean, I could see, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy G's going to be a starter next year somewhere for sure. Um, then you got, I mean, there's like the Saints, yeah, um, Tampa Bay. Then we got the Steelers, the Panthers, the Broncos. Maybe teams like um, Atlanta and Detroit. And, yeah, the Texans could take guys that – and even Minnesota could take guys that could, are going to sit a year. Like, all those teams I feel like are looking for quarterbacks. And there's probably a team I didn't even name that's looking for one. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with that, dude. What 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 we got in store for the show here? What, what – we what you want to talk about? I just want to talk about, you know, we're looking back on it now. We're probably not going to meet together for a couple of weeks leading up to free agency. So I was just like, you know, give me some of your favorite memories from the year. It can be Packers. It can be just football memories. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a great uh, few months recording. One of them, one of them I can remember. Okay. This is, you know, just, um, maybe maybe a little special to me because you know I'm at the casino watching this game in one of the nice nice uh leather comfortable chairs watching this game on the big screen and it's the Bears and the Packers and you know that that game was electric there was just scoring left and right and the Bears were winning I think you know I can't even remember the scores um somewhere in I think in Biloxi oh you were down in yeah Yep. Yeah. In Biloxi. I forget which casino it was, but man, the Packers were losing the game, but at the point at the time, and I just remember just feeling not worried about it at all because it seemed like everything was going the Bears way possible. And I think they had the best quarter ever in franchise history, like that one quarter, the second quarter, yeah, scored like 24 points or something. And Green Bay was just hanging in there. And then they went on to win the game, right? You know, I know yeah. you probably don't like that, but that's that's one of my favorite memories from the season. One of that, yeah. Uh, one of my favorites was the first half of that game. <laughs> Feel yeah, it. right, right. You know, uh, and I got one more. You know, uh, the the Aaron Rodgers, um, Devontae Adams with like twenty seven seconds left or thirty two seconds left against San Fran. That was great. But that's really like. It it just got ruined for me because they won the game that mattered. So it's like we can't even you can't even talk about that moment yeah, because exactly. it's just doesn't doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, so exactly that sucks. But yeah, other than that, those are the first two things I could that probably my favorite memories from the season. What what about you besides that uh first half that didn't really mean anything? It wasn't a great season for me, dude. It was probably my downest football year I've had in a while. Um, obviously going to the game, sitting with great seats, uh, at, uh, against, against the Raiders in Vegas. Like oh, 
game and a, at Allegiant Stadium, right? Yeah, like live in person and watching the Bears go onto the road and uh, beat the Raiders and Justin Fields. You know, hopefully our franchise. That was awesome. Uh, another memory I had it wasn't fun, but taking uh, my girlfriend to her first Bears game. Uh, against the Vikings on Monday night it wasn't like her like first for real Bears game but it was her first game because she works for the Bears but it was just like her first game that she gets to watch not as an employee so right that was pretty fun uh other than that dude it's pretty fucking bleak Monday (laughs) night against the Steelers dude Monday night against the Steelers and if we were talking full football season, obviously the night that Justin Fields got drafted, that was a great night. And the Monday night game against the Steelers, even though we lost, I think that's where it kind of the motion started to set in because it was truly after that game where Fields was just in and out of the lineup with injuries, you know, play two week or play a week, go out for like two or three weeks, play a week, go out for two to three weeks. That was like, truly it right there and then he, yeah he didn't play like the last like three games of the season either but Monday night against the Steelers that moment right there you know where he came back he had probably his best game by far and just started dicing up Mike Tomlin's defense and then had that beautiful pass in the end zone that I sat there on the couch and I was like wow we have a quarterback and I still think we do you know after that he got really inconsistent being in and out of the lineup but in that moment, it, like, it just kind of sunk to me. It, like, the first time I felt like this in a while, like, damn, we got a quarterback. That's that's how – that's that's that was probably the best moment. And I just remember my dad texting me. He was like, I don't even – and this was after he hit, touched, he hit Mooney on the sideline. He was like, I don't even care if they go down there and put up three, which they inevitably end up – did inevitably, inevitably end up ended up doing. Uh, he said, I don't care if they go down there and put up three, we got a quarterback. And I was just like, he's right. We got a quarterback. And I hope it's right. I'm glad we will get to see about this, this next year. Oh, of course. But I think Justin Fields is going to be good. Definitely. I think, I think, Um, I think he's the guy. I, you know what? I just, what I'd like to see is like fields, you know, like do pretty good, but the bears just still be bad. Like just ruin, just ruin his good years, um, you know, still lose to the Packers because then, then I feel like that would be the ultimate soul crusher for the bear fans. It'll, you know, they have the quarterback that they want, they, they need, and they just still suck. So that's what I would, that's what I'm kind of rooting for, but I mean, it's going to be hard to not be good, you know, if you have a good quarterback. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it doesn't you some you know, I mean it worked out like that with Stafford. Right. Yeah, definitely. They just couldn't get over the hump, dude. And then you know what? Yeah, talking about just leaving and winning. Hope maybe like Mitch Trubisky will get a job this year or something. Yeah. Just start tearing it up. I think he's got a chance. I think that him going to Buffalo is probably the best thing for him. Getting to sit and learn a year. I won't be surprised if Brian Dabble brings him to New York and puts that pressure hardcore on Daniel Jones' ass. Oh, I would love to see that. I would really love to see that. And then he can just – I'm going to have to trade for Mitch Trubisky in Dynasty right now. Oh, people are already uh, – uh, Wise already traded for him in one Dynasty league in, our, in the Bovatucky. I saw that. For Mitch. I'm going to give him a third. I'm going to give him a third rounder. Ooh. 
<laughs> Look at him. He wants the kid. He wants the kid. Uh, come on. Come to New York. Oh, true. Come on. Come to New York. Honestly, though, uh, looking forward into this upcoming season, you know, me and Brett, we're probably going to be wrapping it up for a few weeks. It's been season one. We're going to start season two when we come back to you. Combines in a few weeks, free agency's in a few weeks, drafts in about two months, a little over two months. You know, I think we're looking forward to the offseason a little bit. I know damn well I am, uh, especially with all the change that's happened as a Bear fan. You know, you're kind of just looking forward to see how your front office handles the offseason, what the moves they're going to make. Um, but, you know, looking forward to the next season, Brett, like, what do you, what do you, what are you rooting for? Some things, obviously I'm assuming one of them is Aaron Rodgers back in a Packer uniform. Oh, I I'm like 95% sure that Rodgers is going to play for green Bay next season. But so if it, if, if he's not, Oh man, I'm going to be, it's, it's going to, I'm going to be shook. I'm going to be shook, but so I'm not really like hoping for that. Like I'm just expecting that, but um, I, I mean, come on, everybody, we Green Bay needs a Super Bowl. That's, that's one thing <laughs> they need the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl or bust. I mean, we've been talking about this for too long though. This is the question's getting, the, the, I mean, it's getting tiresome. Like it's got to happen. Like when though, it's, it's, it's honestly kind of pissing me off. It's got to be this year. But, you know, aside from that, um, say Rodgers, you know, come on, MVP again. Three times in a row, he'll, t- you know, tie uh, the record. Tie uh, Peyton Manning with five. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Favre, Favre won three MVPs in a row. So True. that'd be cool if Rodgers did it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd like to see another thing. I'd, I want to see the Steelers get a quarterback and I want to see them do well. Like I'm a big fan of Mike Tomlin and I just hope that they get their guy and I'm going to get him in dynasty. He's, he's I'm going to get him, and I'm going to figure out how to do it. Whoever they get, that's my guy. But uh, I hope the Steelers get a quarterback. So that's, that's kind of right now. I know I'm sure I'm going to be anticipating a lot more things coming up with, the draft in 10 weeks and free agency and all that. But that's what I had to say right now. Uh, what about you? I want a Bulls ring. <laughs> a Bulls ring. You know, we talked about the Bulls a lot on this show. So it was only right for me to fit this last one in there. I want a Bulls ring. Uh, I want to see a lot of progression from Justin Fields. I want to see Aaron Rodgers in a Packer Young. I want to see Aaron Rodgers sign an extension with Green Bay. Why? Why do you want this? That's what I, I don't. A fatty. I don't get this. I want. Why do you want this, dude? We've talked about this. We have, bro. Think about it. Aaron Rodgers. Are you just? Are you just scared of having new ownership of the Bears? You don't. You just want Rodgers. You like him. He's been taking care of you guys. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Aaron Rodgers leaves and the Bears win the division in the next four years. Everyone's going to say they couldn't do it until Rodgers left. You know, there's always going to be that asterisk. There's always going to be. Who cares? It's always going to be there, though. That's not. No, that's that's not. I want to dethrone right. him. What? There's nothing more fun than dethroning someone, dude. Slaying. All right. Slay the king. Slay the king. 
Yeah, this is all right. I I I understand your take now, but let's be honest. Rather take them down on your own. Do I think it's going to happen? Ah, probably not. But if you know things head in the right direction, Justin Fields can turn into that star. I think it, I think it's possible. I want to slay the king. I want Justin Fields to step up and take the north. That's what I want, man. And I want him to take it from the fucking king himself. I mean, so so you want to wait till the king gets old and and just wait till, you know, just sign a long extension. Rogers playing in his 40s. You want to wait till he's old and steal the crown from him. That's what I want to do it this year. I want him to take it from him this year. But I want that extension signed this summer so we can just kill him every year. That's what I want. Oh, okay. All right. Of just us being on top and then him thinking, you know what, kid, I let you have your fun for one year. Nope. Justin Fields stays on top. That's what I want. I want. Hey, this is this is episode 22, right? Episode 22. All right. I'm going to have to get some clips of this. (laughs) This is this is my this is every Bears fan dream, though. Everyone talk. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll throw a fucking party in the street if Aaron Rodgers left. I would. Black party right outside your house. You're not invited, though. Right outside right. your crib. You're not invited, though. But Call the cops. Hey, I'd rather just take them down my own, dude. I remember. I like it. I like it. Perfect example is week one, the 2018 season. I wanted, when Rodgers got hurt, I said, put that fucker back in the game. Because when we kick their ass, I want him to be healthy for it. That was the perfect example. And guess what? He came back in. And he put up like 24 points in the fourth quarter and we lost. But yep, that was amazing. we would have gone on to win so that amazing. game if he didn't come back in. And they would have said, oh, yada, yada, yada. You know, Bears couldn't do it without Rodgers. And then later on that year, we did. We ended up beating, winning the division, beating the Packers and Soldier Field. But it don't matter. Honestly, if you look back on it now, I wish you would have stayed out the whole game because we would have went 13-3 and and – we would have gotten the one seed and we wouldn't have had to play the double doink in Chicago in the wild card round if Rodgers didn't come back. <laughs> Bad way to think of it. But oh man. You know, that's just like the butterfly effect of it all. If Rodgers doesn't get all hopped up off the juice, come back into that game and put 24 on the Bears in the fourth, we maybe never experienced the and, double doink. And you know what is just the most spectacular thing about all of this is that was in Rodgers' probably worst season of his career. Yeah. His worst season of his career. Yeah. Record-wise, I mean, he played He played all the games. They went 6-9-1 and one or something. Yeah. And that's just that's just one of the games that Rodgers had in that, in that bad, you know. So the when people are just looking at the stats one day, you know, that don't understand Barry Packer, Robert, they, they won't see that. No, they won't. Exactly. That's what's awesome about the rivalry. Damn, yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember always laughing when Packer fans would talk about that game. I was like, yeah, you motherfuckers peaked in week one. And then, but then y'all went on to win like three straight divisions again. So, but yeah, that's what I'm looking for next to, for the next season. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers sign a contract extension with the Packers because I want to take him down on my own. Uh, I want to see good progression from Justin Fields. Uh, I love your uh, thought about Pittsburgh getting a quarterback. I think it's great when the Steelers are great. Um, I think it's better for the league. Just like I think it's better for the league when the Bears are good. You know, I think that 
It really is. And I think it's I think it's better for the league when the Bears and Packers are both good, which is very rare. We've had it's been very rare occasions, but I think I think that like it would be like really good for the league and the rivalry. Shit like that. I think that's, you know, what I want. I want to see a Bears Packers rivalry worth something over the next few years. I want to see us really fighting it out. Kind of like how I expect the Bills and the Patriots to be fighting it out for a couple of years, at least. That's just kind of what I'm rooting for. That's what I want. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the rivalry is always, always huge. It's to oh, me, anyways. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it can get it any bigger than it already is. Mm-hmm. But oh man, wouldn't it be great to see a playoff matchup? Nah, last time it was rough for me. Last time it was tough. That was the NFC title game. And that was probably not even top four of my toughest Bears losses ever. Losing to you guys. Mainly because you guys, you know, Cutler went down after that. I mean, you guys were already up, I think, 14 to 7 when Cutler got hurt. But once he got hurt, I think it was just kind of like game's over regardless. For sure. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, could you could you guess what my worst loss is? My my your toughest loss in your toughest loss. Yes. For the Packers. Was it your most recent one? Um, no, actually. No. That that was tough though, but it wasn't. I don't know why. That's a good guess, but this game you should know this one. I should know it. Well, hey, I'll tell you, it's the it's the Seattle game. Oh yeah, NFC title game. Yes, that was that was a tough one, man. I think that'd probably be the toughest game in anyone's lifetime. Like, and then I could imagine, I could imagine that right after that was, um, for Seattle fans, the Malcolm, the Super Bowl, that Super Bowl. I bet that's Seattle fans' toughest game, right there. Yeah, that was probably like their favorite game, other than their first Super Bowl win. That was probably like their second favorite game of all time, which only led to. Malcolm Butler the following week, dude. Oh, one thing, one random thing about th- about that season, dude. While we're talking about it, um, the Lions were in the play. I be- I believe it was the Lions. Lions and the Cowboys were playing. I think in the wild card, and the Cowboys got lucky on one call, bro. Like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the Cowboys ended up winning the game from it. Okay. Then the Cowboys went on and played the Packers. Yep. And it was the Des Bryant game. Yep. And they feel like they got robbed. Or yeah. no. So the Packers won. Then the Packers went to Seattle and they played and they got the onside kick and the two point conversion in oh overtime. And the Packers got robbed. And then Seattle went on to the Super Bowl against New England. And they blew it and got robbed. Like, it was a sequence that season. Every game, you know, it's, it's Dude, I, that's so crazy. I never even thought about all of them leading up into each other. Because I remember each game specifically about how, like, because, like, they had all had huge impacts on the game. You know? It was crazy, yeah. I noticed that a couple years back. But while we were talking about it, I thought of it, yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, so specific because I remember everything about each of those games, but 
I never even put two and two together that they all led up into each other. Right. It was nuts. Did the robbing the first game, got robbed the second game. Exactly. That's awesome. That's badass. I never even thought about that. All right, let's get the football questions out the way, and then we'll uh, say our goodbyes before we head into season two of the Pinewood Perspective, baby. All right. Um, You know what? Since this is the first episode after the Super Bowl, my question for you is, (laughs) what's your Super Bowl prediction for next season? Oh, shit. Um... Episode 22 is packed with some juice, let me tell you. Episode 22 is juicy, a lot juicier than anyone was expecting it to be. Um, I'm going to have to circle them fucking wagons again, baby. (laughs) It's the Buffalo Bills coming out of the AFC with vengeance. They lost Dabble, it don't matter. Josh Allen's letting his nuts hang on everyone's face next season. It's... It's everything Allen next year. Bills Mafia hanging the nuts. I'm doubling down on Josh Allen touchdowns next year with your ass. And, you know, I think Josh Allen and them fucking wagons are going to be circling all over the Super Bowl next year. Bills over. The Green Bay Packers. Bills over the Packers? Yes, sir. Bills over the Packers. Wow, that's a bold prediction. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. And the LA Rams. Oh, shit. I'm running it back with the same teams. And I can I can see the Rams getting there again. Um, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup. And Bobby Trees coming back, you know, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. I don't see why they can't be in that place again. Tom Brady's gone. Um, their division is very tough, though, very tough. I can't, why can't the Bengals, though, dude? They got $60 million in cap space to work with. I didn't they do. But that's why that's why this is a way too early prediction because so much is gonna happen. Dude, so much is gonna happen. Who knows? Maybe is, Aaron Donald's gonna retire. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers and Bills versus Packers sounds boinkless. We don't Yeah. Jordan Love and freaking uh you know Josh Allen. I'm not I I'm I'm not putting this in the air, but you know, what if Josh Allen gets hurt and it's fucking Mitch Trubisky Jordan Love Super Bowl? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, she would be juicy. Um, the NFL would never allow that. Oh, no chance. There'd be a glitch in the system. Dude, and, like, one thing that my biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl is, is, like, oh, yeah, Joe Burrow will be back. He's a stud. It's all right. He'll get his moment. Dan Marino never got his moment again. Dan Marino never touched his moment. And the last 16 quarterbacks who have gone to the Super Bowl and lost their first Super Bowl – Never made it back. The last 16 quarterbacks in their first Super Bowl who ended up losing have never gone back. Dating All right, back well, to like see. Nine, dating back to well, like I hate, five. Well, how many of those quarterbacks had Jamar Chase? How many of those quarterbacks were in the same conference as Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson? 
he's going to have to overcome some big names for the rest of his career, dude. It's going to be it's, just like – It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's dude, the, hell, dude, the AFC is going to rule for years. Even though the well, NFC hey, won the last two. That's fine. I like it. Hey, keep, keep, them, keep them guys over there. We'll focus on what we got over here. Take out these fucking mediocre guys. Get to the big game. Then we'll worry about – <laughs> then we'll worry about those. We'll worry about so I like it. You know, yeah. Send all the good quarterbacks to the AFC. That's fine. All right. My football question for you is three quarterbacks: Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Deshaun Watson. What colors are they wearing in 2022? Oh, all right. Russell Wilson, Seattle. He's staying. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Jimmy Garoppolo, Pittsburgh. Oh, he'll be on the Dynasty team then. Maybe. (laughs) But you know what? I'm just throwing it out there. I don't, I don't, him, I'm a little, he could go anywhere. I'm just going to say Pittsburgh. The only reason I said that is because Najee Harris mentioned him, you know. He probably won't. He, I could see the Saints, maybe Tampa Bay, maybe Carolina. Yeah. I feel like he maybe even maybe even Denver. Like I feel like he could go anywhere. So I'm just gonna say Pittsburgh. But Deshaun Watson. I'll say Deshaun Watson ends up in Tampa Bay. No shit. That's what I'm hoping for, though. I mean, I mean, really? we just been, we heard the little buzz. I hope he doesn't end up in Minnesota. Please don't go to Minnesota. No. I will. I'll probably shed a tear if he goes to Minnesota. Oh. I mean, the only thing I could oh. like, you guys will probably send me a haul of a lifetime for Deshaun Watson because you know JB is going to be like, we need Deshaun Watson, dude. Yeah, I'll meet him. We need. <laughs> You know, you know, dude. Yeah, I'd be sick if he goes to Minnesota, but his team already came out and said we have not been eyeing any of these teams that you guys are talking about. We haven't even. Oh, for real? Oh yeah, his agent came out and said we haven't even spoken with a single team about anything, and we're not looking at a single team. He said all we're worried about right now is getting his name cleared, and then we'll start worrying about the teams. He was like, he's like the Minnesota and Tampa Bay reports. These are all false. Yeah, you know what? My answers are pretty trash. The only thing I got is Russell Wilson to Seattle. The other guys, that's no, – well, I me... think Jimmy Garoppolo really could be anywhere. I think Pittsburgh's a very big – dude, do you really think they're going to want to go into this offseason with their defense and say, all right, let's let Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph battle it out? Hell no. Hell no, I think they're going to draft a guy probably. Yeah, I think – But, but what, what do you think? What do you think? I think I think inevitably he's going to stay, but I do think at the end of this year, uh, going into next season, next season, next season, so 2023, um, I think he's probably bouncing. I think, you know, they're going to try and give it one last run with Pete Carroll, Russ, and I think that he's going to be bounced. Um, Garoppolo, personally, I think it's going to – I think it's probably going to be Tampa Bay. I I fully believe that it's going to be Tampa Bay. Um. I don't see another scenario on where it, how it plays out any differently. You've seen uh, Bruce Bruce Arians take risks on guys like this, like Carson Palmer to Arizona worked out perfectly fine. He put up numbers. 
Um, he brought in Brady when everyone kind of thought, you know, Brady was squeaking a little bit. I know like me and you didn't, but like a lot of people were like, oh, Brady's kind of washed. Why is he bringing in Brady? They're going to be like eight and eight, which I thought was absolutely insane that people could even imagine saying that about the Bucks, but they did. And it worked out tremendously. And I'm thinking it's going to be the same thing. I think Garoppolo, you know, he's proven that he could be there and be a winner. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think that he's going to go to Tampa. I, I do want to say, I think Jameis Winston has a better chance of going to Tampa than Jimmy G probably. Really? You think, he, you think Bruce would take him back? Do you think he would? I don't know. Would he? That's what I'm saying. I, would, Bruce, <laughs> I mean, they yeah. lit it up, dude. They lit it up. Well, he had a lot of mistakes under his name. And I think that he's worked on it. You know, we got the LASIK eye surgery. He's got a year. He's got, what, now two years in NOLA. Uh, yeah, I don't see why he couldn't do that. Like, I don't see why he wouldn't. I think Jameis Winston's, you know, a solid quarterback. I don't think I'm ready to give up on Jameis Winston. He's, I think he could be like the next Rich Gannon. Kind of, you know, ride out his career a little bit. Because Rich Gannon was, like, in Minnesota for all those years before he even ended up in Oakland and won that, you know, MVP. So I can wow. see something like that, you know, happening where he just kind of gets, like, a revitalization, maybe wins an MVP and goes to the Super Bowl. You know, it's, I, I feel like it might just be wishful thinking for me that Winston ends up there because, you know, I just – Got him in the dynasty. <laughs> so, so I'd love to see his ass put up some QB1 numbers again. But what why, What do you think about Watson? Did you already say where you think uh, Watson um, going to go? I think that probably his best odds is nowhere. Uh, I don't know. When's nowhere. It, when's this all going to be resolved? Um, no one knows. And I think really now – I just can't see it. Like it just—it's been what now over a year and a half of this. The stalling, the stalling. How much longer is it gonna be before he even plays again? Miami, maybe, and then Brian Flores is gone. I, Miami's out of the situation now. I feel like you really want to play for Flores. They've got Lovey Smith in there, you know. I don't know, dude. Like, I just I, – I don't know where Deshaun Watson is going to be playing for. Maybe Pittsburgh. But do you think AF, you think the Texans would ever trade him to the AFC? Another AFC team? I don't know, dude. They – Deshaun Watson, they need to figure it out. <laughs> they do need to figure that shit out, Brett. <laughs> they, they need do. to figure it out, bro. They do. All right. Let, let, let's wrap it up there, baby. No, it's been a great season. We're going to go a little uh, – no shows probably here for a couple weeks while we're in this dead period. Uh, we're not going to talk about the combine because I mean, really who gives a shit about the combine? We'll probably open things back up with episode one of season two of the Pinewood perspective come right before free agency. So we'll probably hear, we'll probably be speaking to you guys in about a month. It's been a great first season with you guys. Appreciate all of you guys have listened and I'm already looking forward to next season be money. How about you? Yeah, man. Um, probably just another heartbreak at the end of it, but it's just it's a fun ride every year. So, you know, I love the NFL. I'm always I'm always looking forward to what's next. Free agency. That's what's next, baby. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode number 22 of the Pinewood Perspective. I'm Will G. I'm Brett White. And this is the Pinewood Perspective.